is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. And I'm back. Yeah. I missed being here last time. Well, we missed you too. But I enjoyed listening to the episode. Yeah, it was a good one. Yes, I listened while I was sick, which is why I couldn't be on the episode. I had no voice. you're feeling much better now. I'm feeling much better. And your voice is back. Yes. That's always good. Yes. Yeah, it's really hard to do a podcast with no voice. That's true. Like, impossible hard. That's why I was so glad Uncle Chris could fill in for me, and you even got him to sing the joke song. I did! Oh, man, that was so great. It was epic. Yeah. So, yeah, Puppet Posters, if you missed that, you should go back and listen to 552 Uncle Chris. Learn to him with Uncle Chris. He actually sang the podcast song. The joke song. I mean the joke song. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not the podcast song. The joke song. Yeah. And we sang another song, too. You'll have to go back and listen to know what it was. This podcast, however, is not about singing. No. It is... Um, it is. It's got a winter theme. Very. Yes. You use this a lot during the winter months. Yes. Because this part of your skin gets dry and Yeah, there are so many wonderful things about wintertime, but this is not one of them. No. I'm very grateful for the thing we're going to be talking about because I need it a lot. It is now Puppet Podsters lip balm season. Oh yeah, your lips get cracked and chapped and yep. you need lip balm. You need a little soothing balm to moisture help keep them from being ouchy and Ugh, I hate chapped lips. And once they start and you're like just not even thinking about licking them, but then you lick them and then it gets worse. Yeah. Oh man. So we're going to talk about lip balm. We found some fun and interesting things. The history of yeah. lip balm. Yeah. It's very interesting. It actually began... A long time ago. <laughs> Around the 1800s, there was a lady. Um, her name, actually, check it out, Puppet Podsters, was Lydia. <laughs> oh! No. Lydia M. Child, she wrote a book called The American Frugal Housewife. It's kind of, um, well, it's kind of Pinterest for the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> it was of, a book, though. Yes. They didn't have the internet, so you had to read books. So she and, gave helpful tips for the home. Yeah. And in there, she suggested... Um, a a useful tip if you wanted to take her up on her idea. Um, I'm going to read what she said, and then we can talk about it. Okay, yes. Her quote. <clears throat> yes, she says, Those who are troubled with cracked lips have found this remedy successful when others have failed. It is one of those sorts of cures which are very likely to be laughed at. <laughs> I know of it having produced very beneficial results. Puppet Podsters. Oh boy, you may be wondering what she is suggesting that What's, you rub on your lips. Yes, what does she what say? Is her, what is her help? helpful healing remedy? Earwax. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> so next time you don't have some uh, lip balm and your lips are super chapped, <laughs> just, you know, dig a little out and spread no, it right on there. No, that's so gross. No thanks, oh. Lydia. Thanks. M child. No, thanks for the tip. But we have we have blip balm now. 
Maybe she had some other insightful tips in her book. Maybe she did. Well, let's give her the benefit of the doubt there. Well. Maybe she had other things that were good. Moving right along in the 1800s. Right. Now, more like in the 1860s. Vaseline, which was a new type of petroleum jelly. It was invented by Robert Cheesebro, and he originally called it the Wonder Jelly. Wonder Jelly! And you hey, if you have got some trapped lips and some dry skin, <laughs> you need Wonder Jelly. Just rub a little bit on your lips there, and you'll get a little moisture. Better than earwax. <laughs> uh, I can't even handle that, Steven. Uh, I'm going to stop talking about it. That's the last time we're going to talk about that. No. I can't. I can't do it. Puppet Popsters. <laughs> you might be thinking, why the Steven and Lydia keep calling it lip balm and not chapstick? Yeah. Because chapstick is a brand. That's right. It's not what it is. And... We're moving on to now who invented chapstick. It didn't even exist as chapstick until the 1880s when Charles Brown Fleet was the world's first official lip balm. Like the world's first official lip. That's pretty big stuff. Yeah. Now, I will say that this chapstick, um, when it was first made, is different than today's. Yeah. Yeah. It came in a round tin. So you can just, like, dig it in there and spread it up yeah. on, your, on your lips. Yeah. So then in the 1900s, other countries started developing lip balms using things like beeswax and this some stuff called camellia oil. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how it's spelled. Camellia. Yeah. And yuzu, which is a Japanese citrus fruit, which sounds kind of pleasant. I've actually had that before. You've had yuzu fruit? Yeah, I've not used it as a chapstick, but I've eaten it. Oh, how is it? I like it. It's good. Cool. So then in 1912, we're going to jump, well, not jump back, not in time. We're jumping ahead in time, 1912. But do you remember we just talked about chapstick? Right, in a a tin. In a tin. Yeah, Charles Brown Fleet, um, he decided to sell his uh, formula to John Morton for $5. Yeah, but um, his wife was like, you know what? Maybe you should try maybe melting it down and pouring it into these tubes to make it like a stick shape. So maybe that would be easier to put on your lips. Genius! Yeah, and it was a huge improvement, and it sold like crazy. Yes, and we still use the little chapstick tubes today. Yeah, some people like that, those other brands now. Um, In fact, throughout the 1900s, the new companies continued to make improvements and try different things, like you might know the the company Blistex. Mm -hmm. They added some uh, something in theirs to make it kind of like numbing. So, like if maybe they're really sore, then it will maybe not hurt so much. Yeah. Uh, there was also a company called Bonnie Bell, and they're known for their lip smackers, which they yeah. made flavored lip balm, lip including smackers. flavors that was like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's so weird. I can't even. I don't like those ones that taste like pops. You don't? No. I'm okay with fruity kinds, but I don't know. I don't really like to spread that on my lips. <laughs> I'd rather drink what it. What do you prefer? Um, I like, like, 
I don't know. I don't Do you like, like the peppermint ones? Uh, no, those hurt. Oh, they're too... Because usually my lips get like, are chapped like, no! And then, so then I put that on and it just is kind of like burning. And oh, like yeah. That. But I like the fruity kinds. Okay. Yeah, those are nice. But let's see, what else? Um, more recently, starting in about two, 2011, the brand EOS, those are very popular. They yeah. started making lip balm in a sphere, like a ball shape. Yes, I've seen those in the store. I feel like that would be hard to put in your pocket. Yes, it would. You know, kind of that long tube kind of slides in your pocket really easy or in like any in a bag or something. But I guess if you carry like a backpack or a purse, maybe that's easier. Maybe. You wouldn't know about that. I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> Maybe the backpack, but not the purse. Right. <laughs> oh. So, um, the ingredients that are used today are... Not earwax. Not earwax. Other kinds of wax. <laughs> like um, the beeswax. Yeah, we talked about the beeswax. They also, uh, some companies use cocoa butter and different natural oils. Or honey. Mmm. I love honey. And a shea butter, and don't know what that is, but it's a, like a kind of buttery, substancey type stuff. Yeah, made out of shea. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a lotiony substance. Yeah, if you can, you still see it in like lotions and different things. Shea butter, yeah, very, it's very moisturizing, very fancy sounding. But puppet posters, this is really cool. Balm is not new. No. You in can- fact, there are several times where balm is mentioned in the Bible, all the way back in Genesis. Yeah. One reference of a balm in the Bible is the balm of Gilead. It's made from um, resin of a certain tree, and it's still used for perfumes and for its healing properties. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to use that kind of thing that's talked about in the Bible. Yeah, and actually, <coughs> excuse me, um, Lydia Child, uh, who we talked about when her she wrote that book, mm-hmm. she actually mentioned the balm of Gilead. Um, she wrote that a balm of Gilead buds bottled up in N.E. rum make the best cure in the world for fresh cuts and wounds. Every family should have a bottle of it. Well, there you go. She knew its healing properties. I might try that before I try earwax. <laughs> True. Probably. The balm of Gilead. I mean, that's in the Bible. That's balm right. Of Gilead. So yes. maybe. In fact, it's in our verse of the day. Yes. In Jeremiah 8, God is having a conversation with Israel. And they're, they're, there's bad things happening. And they say to him something along the line. He, they're saying to him, is, isn't there a God in Israel? Why is there bad stuff happening to us? And he says, he asks them, well, why are you setting up false idols? You're making me angry with your fake gods. Um, and then Jeremiah, in 8.22, he, God speaks through Jeremiah, and he says, Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? You know, God's saying to his people, you know, if you have, uh, if you need a balm, if you have chapped lips or some dry skin or something, what are you going to do? You're going to put a balm on it. The balm of Gilead. Is because there the, no you, balm you in know Gilead? it's there. Everyone uses it. That's right. Everyone knows where to find that. Go use it. 
It's the same with sin. He's saying, are you sick with sin? Are you wounded in heart? Get some spiritual help. You know where it is. God heals hearts. Jesus saves and forgives sins. Follow the doctor's orders, the commands of the great physician, God. He's the one that created life. And if we follow him, we'll be happy and blessed. And if we don't, then we're going to suffer. So if you, those Israelites were wondering, why are these bad things happening? Because they had turned away from God and weren't following him. Yeah. God was like, why are you being foolish? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what to do. You yeah. know the answer. That's right. Do it. So there you go. Lip balm. So if you have chapped lips, go get some lip balm. Yeah. Don't, don't suffer. And think of the verse. And know where you go to have your, your sick heart forgiven. Yeah. Is it just me or, I don't know, do you use a lot of lip balm? Um, Yeah. Do you find that whenever you need it the most, it's missing? Oh. I'm always losing my lip really? balm. Really? Yeah. You should put a little leash on it. <laughs> I should. Put it on a string around my neck or something. Yeah, you won't lose it. <laughs> put it in a little keychain or something. They probably have those. I think they do. I think they do. Then you could clip it on. I should ask for some for my stocking. Ooh, yeah. Stocking stuffer. Lip balm. There you go. I think it's joke time. All right. Okay. I don't know if you'll know this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. All right. Why did the duck need lip balm? I don't know why. Well, because his lips were quacked. (laughs) (laughs) Quack quack lips. That's funny. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Being knock knocks are riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. Tell us a joke, Stephen. Where were French fries first made? French fries? Yeah. In France? <laughs> oh, no. French fries were first made in Greece. <laughs> in Greece. Oh, man, I could go for some french fries. (gasps) Me too. I don't know, just hearing the word french fries, all of a sudden I'm hungry. They should make french fry chapstick. Ew, that's gross. No, I would try that. (laughs) It would just kind of feel like you were rubbing french fry grease on your lips. Well, probably would help. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I wonder if they make bacon flavor. Speaking of grease. Oh, or that maybe, I might maybe try. Maybe they should start making earwax flavored chapstick. Oh no, Steven, stop it! That's so gross. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Puppet Podsters. He's very sorry about that, Puppet Podsters. I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> hey, if you would like to email us, you can, and we would love to hear from you. Maybe you have a favorite flavor or scent of chapstick. Um, or maybe you don't use lip balm at all. And then I want to know your secret and yeah, why how you do don't you need it. How do you not have dry lips in the winter? <laughs> maybe you don't live in Michigan. 
Maybe. Some places are very dry, puppet podsters, and we need chapstick. Yes. Lip balm. Yes. If you live in a tropical land, lucky you. <laughs> um, anyways, you can email us at stevenlydiasing at yahoo.com. Or you can tweet us at Stephen Lydia. Yeah, you can check out our website, G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Yeah. And you can look at our schedule, see where we're going to be. We have a few Christmas programs coming up. Yep. And we would love to see you. Yeah, the team would love it if you came and said, hey, hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that about does it. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, Puppet Potsters. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. <laughs>